Hey, it's Sunday morning here on Chasing Greatness. My favorite day of the week because we get to actually look at a Bible verse every week. I love that. And I've got my friend Mark Miller here with me today. And Mark, I want to I want to share a a passage of scripture. Actually, a couple of verses I want to read. I think it'll be encouraging for all of you to what we've been talking about. We've been talking about building a culture. I love the culture of the New Testament church. Back way back, Acts chapter two. Here's what it says in verse 42 and the next few verses. It says that the the, the, the people devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayer. And, and I love what it says. It goes on. It says, everyone was filled with, with awe. I mean, they, were, they thought this is awesome. Many wonders and signs are being performed. And you can imagine just right after Jesus, here's all this going on. And, it, and then it says, now all the believers were together and held all things in common. They sold their possessions and property, distributed the proceeds to all their sharing. I mean, this is cool. And every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in, in a big old group in the temple. And then it says they broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with joyful and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And every day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. It, it was just God just kept bringing people to want to be a part of the community. As we as we go into a Sunday here, I, I like the idea of building a culture in the corporate world, but I know you're a Bible reader too, Mark, and as I, as I read these verses, one of the things you've talked about in the past is, and, and we've seen this, we talk about this when we teach on teams or organizations, the differentiator between a really good organization, really good team, really good family, and a really great one is not how talented are they, how skilled are they. It actually, it's it's that unknown little idea of, I say unknown, a lot of people do know about it, but a lot of people don't understand the power of community. It's in this verse. Can you talk about that for just a second here on Sunday? Yeah, we spent about 25 years studying the topic of teams. It's the longest running study that I've ever been part of in my career. And we were trying to figure out why some teams flourish and so many flounder. Mm. And and you, you just recapped it. Um, the differentiator is not talent nor skills. The differentiator is community. And we define that as a place where people know and are known, where they serve and are served, where they love and are loved, and where they celebrate and mourn together. Mm. And if that's the aspiration, then the leader can facilitate the building of that. And I think uh, one interpretation, I've, I've not been to seminary, but my interpretation of that text is the activities that you read a partial list of were the ways that they were amplifying the aspiration. And then the end of that passage uh, actually bears testimony to the fact that those activities did amplify the aspiration. Mm. Yeah. One of the things you've shared in the past with me is this idea that you think leaders can create an environment. They can put time on these things that you just described there. Really, some of the things we're reading here from the Bible, it's as old as, you know, time, that that this could be this could be a, a reality for anybody who's listening that doesn't have that. It, this could be something that's there, right? Can you speak to that sure. before we go? Yeah. Um, Katz and Back and Smith wrote a book called The Wisdom of Teams, and they made the observation that only once in a lifetime did they think you would end up on a team that had this level of community. They didn't even use that word because they didn't know what to call it. But yeah. but they said there's something special where people care and they love and they serve. And it's like it's weird, but 
probably just once in a lifetime, so don't count on it. So I had a chance to sit with John Katzenbach a few years ago, and we talked about this, and I described our concept of community and the level of intentionality that a leader can bring to that and therefore create that. And I said, rather than once in a lifetime, I said, that may be true if it's left to chance, because we've talked about this before. Teams, nor individuals, nor organizations drift to greatness. They have to be led there. Mm. And I said, if you leave it to chance, probably once in a lifetime, the planets would align and you might stumble into it. But with intentionality, I would tell you that more than 90% of the time, a leader can create community. So good. So good. So here's my challenge to you today as you, as you go into this day. I hope you have some time with your family and friends, maybe even some coworkers. You'll have a conversation at some point. Maybe not even today, maybe the next couple of days. But go have a meal with somebody, send a card to somebody, a text, reach out, hug somebody's neck, have a conversation, spend time getting to know somebody. I think you said it, know somebody, love somebody, serve somebody, mourn with somebody if they're hurting right now, celebrate with somebody. There's things we can actually do to build a high-performance culture mindset, not just at work, but at home as well. I always remind you, if you win at work and you lose at home, I think you still lose. We really do want to have great families, great communities. Let's be a part of that. I think these Bible verses can help us. And Mark, I know you've helped my life get better. So grateful uh, for for my opportunity to be a part of your community. We love you guys. Hope you'll join us. Mark's going to be back with us this week, sharing a few more days with us on this idea of culture rules. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Love you guys.